Hello and welcome to another episode of TWSS. That's what she said with Zach and Nicole. Sweet. So I see we're doing the sultry. I'm not gonna say sexy, but the sultry radio voice this week. Yeah, we're just trying to keep it professional as always. <laughs> as You're much trying as we can. to keep professional. <laughs> as much as we I'm can. I'm trying to keep it fun. Just kidding. Um, all right, so. Starting off this week's episode, we're actually not going to go the Marvel route first. So Knives Out 2 begins filming in Greece. We got a first look at Kate Hudson and Daniel Craig in the star-studded sequel. Um, we really don't see much other than them in like, I want to say 70s outfits or so they were in very sophisticated attire, but they look good. So, no one knows exactly what the sequel is about for Ryan Johnson. We just know that it's a star-studded cast. The stars are stacking. I'm anticipated for it. I truly, truly love the first one. I think the first one I wasn't expecting to like as much as I did. So, we'll see what they do. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, we got our first look at Karen Gillian as she begins fitting for Nebula. And Chris Pratt seemingly confirms filming to start this November, which it's not a shocker. We've heard James Gunn say that it was going to start filming later this year, early next. It was supposed to be out in 2023, I believe, or earlier until he was dropped from Marvel and then they picked it back up. So, yeah, we are getting our Guardians back for their final ride for the final cool, trilogy. Cool, cool. Um, anything else you want to add no. on? <laughs> um, I promise I don't purposely put Marvel stuff in here. It just yeah, ends up happening my way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so actually this was very interesting cause I just actually screenshot this probably 30 or 40 minutes ago to Zach. Um, a fan or I don't know who he is, but somebody, heard from the third spider-man film spider-man no way home that multiple endings were supposedly shot so no one knows the real ending which is something they also did with infinity war and endgame and it's no shocker as to why they did it but there are rumors that or he stop it can you like take one thing seriously that i say i can't take any of this seriously why? Because it comes from unreliable sources all the time. I know, but I just like to report on it and right, discuss it with you. That's what we're here for. Just... <laughs> Anyways, um, somebody theorized that they believe if someone dies in this film, it's going to be Aunt May because... According to the comics, she dies in the Civil War one because she finds out Peter's identity. I don't know the whole story, but I know that supposedly this... I have to look at the tweet I sent you. But supposedly, the tweet is, uh, my money would be on May just due to the Civil War comic connections, and that Spider-Man revealed his identity, and May ended up getting shot, which led into one May one more day which according to the leaks is what the movie is based upon. So there could be deaths. There couldn't be deaths. 
We don't know. Why do people do this? I don't know. It really it, Marvel, it doesn't bother me, but it's Marvel has like, proved us wrong on almost oh, every times. occasion. And when oh, we thought time. that we're going to get a movie based on a comic, they switch it up on us. Why are we then going out and saying, my money is on X? That makes no sense because they're just going to change it. It's been three alternative endings, right? And who's to say that they won't go back and redo something or shoot something and say, oh, we missed this scene. Oh, absolutely. You know? And then that becomes the ending. So just just shut up and wait. I just want <laughs> please, people, just shut up and wait. That's all that we have to do. I would also like to add, and we've discussed this in the last, I think, two episodes. Um, I don't know why fans are so adamant about a No Way Home trailer so soon. The film just wrapped, I want to say, not even two months ago, and fans are... I want the trailer. I want it now. Where's the trailer? Let's get a trailer. You're not going to see anything. You're really not. And I've, I've explained this to multiple people. You're not going to see anything. The most you'll most likely see, if anything, could be a glimpse of Doc Ock. If anything. But you're not going to get a Tobey Maguire or an Andrew Garfield in any trailer. Supposedly, if they're in the film. Nobody knows. You're going to get Doctor Strange. You're going to get, obviously, Tom Holland, Zendaya. But everyone's expecting, why do, but that's the question. And I know you ask this all the time, but why do people want these spoilers? Because you're going to have fans that want the spoilers and fans that are like, why are you already ruining the film? You know what I mean? I'm not saying I want a trailer. I'm saying I'm, I'm ready to, I can wait till December to see the film. And what's going to make the most money, you know? Spoiling the movie before we even get to it or not giving things away and helping people pay their money to go see it. And it does suck because people have already been spoiled to film or they've already seen stuff because they're bloggers. So they've seen, they've been sent pictures or they've been sent information. this is why we can't have nice things. No, and even I believe BD knows he's seen leaks or he's seen something and he's not spoiling it. He's even said like, you guys aren't ready for this film. But he's not ruining anything. Most of these bloggers aren't ruining what they've already heard or supposedly know about the film. For all they know, those could be false false rumors. It could be something that somebody leaked just to see maybe there's a traitor on the set. Maybe that's somebody that they'll get rid of. I don't know. But it just it blows my mind because I, as much as, I don't even love spoilers. And people find that very shocking. I don't like spoilers. I don't like anything ruined for me. I love going into a theater with surprise, with shock. Even, I think Endgame got shocked a couple days early. Like, like or it got ruined. It got spoiled. One, one of the biggest reveals got spoiled. Yeah. And, which was, I could say, now it, it was the snap. It was Tony snapping the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Was Was one of the biggest spoilers. And someone actually watched it at the dinner table I was at, but I didn't see it. But I was like, why would you want something ruined? Especially for a Marvel fan as big as I am. Mm-hmm. But, again, don't ruin No Way Home. Yeah. Don't just leave it as is. We have yeah. literally three more. We have three Marvel films ahead of it. I would say focus on those. Wait till those come out. And then 
I'm going to probably start focusing more on No Way Home After Eternals in November. That's just me. Um, we do get a first look at James Gunn's Peacemaker series. Has been released by EmpireOnline.com. The HBO Max series will be released in January of 2022. Um, <laughs> what I find funny about this is they the film didn't even come out yet. There was no trailer and John Cena already was greenlit for his own show. And as a very well-known John Cena hater, I have to say I'm very impressed. Especially since they're almost done filming. <laughs> and it hasn't even come out yet. That means so, that the stuff he says in this movie must and be those. downright hilarious and entertaining for a producer to be like, yep, I want to make that a show. Well, I mean, we do see his bag of dick jokes in the yes. in the trailer, and I don't know what it was, and that was I was cracking up for ten minutes because of that scene with him and Idris Elba. Like, I wouldn't mind getting like them as a duo in like a solo film or in John Cena's own I show. I hope not. I'm tired of spinoffs. I just want good <laughs> movies. But I Can will say, I'm that? very impressed. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun one. I think. I'm, Especially I'm, as I'm an HBO impressed. platform. Yeah. Well, not even just that. I'm impressed at how far John Cena has come with his acting because I think the reason I did start disliking his work was from Trainwreck. I didn't like him in that role and then Cockblockers. It's basically the same role. Not his really. role in Trainwreck is basically the same role he's doing as Peacemaker. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Potato Potato. Potato, tomato. We have two different views. Wow. I don't okay. think so, but whatever. Um, Transformers is actually what switched my mind about him, to be honest. I loved him in Transformers. Or Bumblebee. Hater, hater is going to hate. <laughs> Spoken like a true hater. <laughs> Listen, after the Suicide Squad, I'm going to come to you and be like, I'm buying a John Cena shirt. Or I'm going to say, you dare. yo... If you dare. No, you know what I'm going to say? The day I see you in a John Cena shirt. (laughs) You know what? Who even knows if he's in the film? I didn't see him at all in the trailer. In in what trailer? You don't know that joke? No. Isn't that... Oh. Oh, you can't see me. I hate you. (laughs) I just got that. Wow. That was terrible. I love when I can like. That was I love awful. When <laughs> you have to admit, though, it was a little funny. No, that was awful. <laughs> that was an awful experience. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> um. So Loki. I just have to know. I know you haven't seen episode five. So I'm not going to really, I'm not going to say anything. <sighs> okay. I'm not going to say anything mm-hmm. other than. I'm not going to say anything other than. <laughs> okay. It was a good episode. Mm-hmm. Seven and a half out of ten for me. Okay. Um, I'm still not convinced with the series. I really am not. And I'm very disappointed in myself because I hyped the show up so much for me. And then going into it, um, have you actually seen, are you, I don't know if you've seen these. 
I don't know if I sent it to you. There is a theory on TikTok currently. Oh, Lord. You... Do you know what I'm about to talk about? No, but just you, you, you found a way to make this <laughs> the worst episode for me. This is like a living hell. It's just theories <laughs> and fan concepts and it's hurting my soul. What's the theory? Just, just rip the bandaid off because. That each episode is based off of an infinity stone. <laughs> Well, not based off of it, but each episode has had the color palettes of an Infinity Stone. So, episode one, they're relating it, I want to say, to the either the Solar Mind Stone. Episode two was the Reality Stone. Three was the, uh, what's the purple one? The Power, Power Stone. Stone. Power Stone. Episode four was... I want to say that one was four the soul. featured a few different colors. If we're being but there's... I would agree in saying that I think the color palette of the Power Stones color is palette. being included in the show, but whether each episode is I don't think it's based Power off Stone of Infinity Stone. Is... No, color palette wise. Yeah, I'll say like the whole series features colors from the infinity stones but to say each episode personally feels like a stretch but then again i'm i'm cynical and critical of everything who's to say maybe it is but i generally don't think so well okay so i know that you haven't seen episode five yet though but i wanted to dive into it a little bit not the episode itself but the series Okay. Um, based on what we've seen so far, I believe there are six episodes. So next yes. week is the finale. Yes. Um, in true honesty, mm-hmm. I guess this is a two-part question, kind of. Um, what is your opinion so far on this series as a whole, and mm-hmm. has it lived up to your expectations? What is my opinion of the series so far? I'm really enjoying it because I feel like it's opening up the floodgates to alternate realities and uh, other universes. And obviously with the ending of 4 with the various different Lokis makes me think that the whole idea of uh, pruning individuals' variants only just puts them in a place where other versions of themselves are i think also the fact that the timekeepers are robots okay i'm just spoiling everything because from what i've seen i'm enjoying that part as well that the misdirection of that perspective in saying you know if the timekeepers are robots then who is actually controlling the time that would lead me to assume that it would be juju and bath Rawls character who's like the the head tva person i forgot their name ravona ravona yes right i think she's the one controlling everything part of me also i don't know whether it's fan theory believes owen wilson is mephisto and i'm sure i'm wrong but for some reason in in knowing that everybody is a variant and there's a version of him that could be very evil seeing as we have obviously a female version of Loki, I think there's a possibility that 
he could be because I think he's also pretty manipulative in his character um, from what I've seen so far. But I got to say, I did get upset seeing Owen Wilson get pruned. That that hurt a lot. Um, do I think it lived up to my expectations? No. Uh, I'm finding it is a very slow series. I, I'm not as excited for it as I was with One Division because I don't think there's this key element that's keeping me enthusiastic about it. I say, for instance, with One Division, it was seeing the different decades, and I've said this before on other episodes, but I don't think I've seen a series yet that's been able to grasp my attention in that way. That makes gives me something to look forward to, because I forget Loki comes on on a Wednesday. Like for I for One Division, I was up at like five a.m. to watch One Division before I went to work. I'm not doing that with Loki, and so that's why I'm behind. Obviously, I'm gonna catch up once this episode is over. I'm gonna watch episode five, but. I I think what this has been has been a great exploration of watching Tom Hiddleston kind of do his thing. But I think let's not get ahead of ourselves because this is a season two. So I think obviously season one is just setting up the, the concept. I think season two is where things are going to get more interesting. So I am not surprised in that way because it's not like one division or falcon and the winter soldier where they had a set amount of episodes and they had to make an impact in that set amount i think with loki they're taking their time and again it's a tv series and i think i would i, I have a question i think hints at why i think you're not feeling it but i want to hear what you have to say um so we're turning the question around on me? Yeah. Okay. Um, I almost kind of forgot what the question was. So like... I was so engulfed in your answer that I oh. was like... Honestly, though, that was a really good answer and I completely agree. Um, uh, I, say, explain, well, I would just say explain why you're not enjoying it. Like what about it is is not hitting. Okay. So this kind of goes back to when they first announced all the shows. And I'm not mm-hmm. going to go all, all in detail on everything. But um, I just remember... Going back to our discussions months and months and months ago, saying how Loki, we definitely believe Loki was going to be our, actually it was Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, and then first. we switched it to Loki because mm-hmm. I, the trailer, the trailer just engulfed you. Like you love Loki. Loki is the anti-hero that you just absolutely love. Right. Um, I wouldn't say I had expectation going into the show because I knew in no way, shape or form was it going to correlate with Thor. Because that was kind of inevitable. You kind of feel in Infinity War and Endgame that they're going to kind of go off and do their own thing. That now it's kind of at the point where they're no longer relying on each other in in, in any sort of shape or form. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I was going into with the show. So it kind of was like, okay, how can Tom Hiddleston make this his own without it being compared or without it being related to Thor in any shape any way, shape, or form is how I kind of thought about it. Because you okay. kind of always relate it back to the Thor films. Um, where he was always just, just that supporting character. 
Um, I think going into the show, I didn't really have high expectations, to be honest. I was kind of like, okay, I want to see how this show changes my mind. Because at that point, WandaVision was still my number one. Loved it because it kept you on your feet. You didn't know. After Evan Peters came in, you were like, okay, who else is coming in? Are we going to get any more? Are we going to get these people? Like, it was easier to theorize and easier to fan, make all these fan casts come to life. Whereas, low-key, I'm not able to do that because I'm like, okay, he's in the TVA. Who can really show up other than Lady Sif? Spoiler alert. Who shows up in the last episode, in episode four, which was a great shock. Um, I think I'm just kind of rolling with the punches at this point because it is Marvel. So I'm like, okay, you know, I'll watch it every week, see where it goes. I do... It, it does help a lot that knowing this show has already been renewed for two more seasons. So there is room for that, I don't want to say growth, but there's room for that, for everything to expand into an actual storyline. I think right now, which is, as I completely agree, season one is that introduction. We've seen that with a lot of shows. We've seen that with Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones was a season one of all introductions, introducing these characters, introducing the plot, showing the background of these characters, which I believe is what Loki is doing. I want to say that the last couple episodes, like episode five and six, I think are going to be the key components. And I've seen episode five, so I kind of understand going more into it. I still can't see what they're going to do for season two, to be honest. I'm kind of curious as to how season six leads off and then kind of understand, okay, so this is where we're going. Or maybe he gets out of the TVA. I don't know. So there's a lot of still open-ended questions. And even Tom Hiddleston said in an interview, um, I want to say a couple weeks ago, I want to say with Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel, that we will find out the answer if Loki is dead or alive. We will find out what happens to the um, time stone. I don't know if that was already answered, to be honest. but Or if he... If that interview was months ago. Um, but I think the show hasn't disappointed me. It's just not my favorite. Like, I still compare it to WandaVision. Like, I still am like, okay, WandaVision just had... And I agree with you. WandaVision, the finale literally had me up at 5 a.m. Because I didn't want it spoiled for me. And there's nothing really to spoil about Loki. To be completely honest. And there was nothing really to spoil about Falcon and Winter Soldier. Other than you knew Sam was going to be Captain America in the last episode. Like, that was inevitable. Mm-hmm. So I think it's more of just the plot for me and trying to figure out exactly where they're taking the show. See, I would argue that mm-hmm. I think most people enjoyed WandaVision because WandaVision closely resembles the movies. Just in energy and... Um, and it was a much more fun show. Concept, I think. yes. No, it was a more fun show. But I, I think it so closely matches the Marvel-ness of it all. Mm-hmm. Rather than Falcon and the Winter Soldier got very political. And then... Which Loki, we knew going into it. Yeah, but, you know... I. I there's only so much you can dabble. There's only so into much you can dabble. I just politics I, without right. it being. But yeah. I think what sucked for me 
was I don't feel like I learned anything more about the characters. And I think that's what One Division really hit on was you got to really get to know Wanda and Vision and their relationship through the ages. You got to really explore that. And I don't think the other shows have done that. And I think that's where I'm disappointed with Loki is I already don't know enough about Loki as a character just simply based from the MCU universe. This was the opportunity to do that. And well, I felt like we could have learned more about Loki. I think we're learning as we go, and we've learned tidbits as, as we go, but I, I really felt like you have a whole series where it's about this one character. You can't mess it up. And so... I wanted more to learn more about Loki, and I think we will as we go, but... <sighs> I think from... So I will say, I'm going to kind of disagree with you on the Loki one. Um, from the first Thor till now, we have seen a significant change in Loki, I'll say. We've mm-hmm. seen... He does grow to a softer side. Which we've, right. which we've recognized. We've, we've acknowledged and we've seen that he does have a soft side for his brother. He's still that mis- mischievous god that we love. and Disagree. Anyways. He's... I think the show still... I think this show still shows his mischievous side. But it also shows his softer side. I, I, I think it shows off his softer side more than it shows off his mis- mischievous side. Or his... I think in yeah. the first two episodes he was still mischievous and he was still trying to get away, but but that made learned... sense because he was in yeah. a location he didn't understand. I think now that he's comfortable and he's now trusting people around him, um, we haven't. But he's also learned that. this from his family, from his brother, right? From Thor. So I think that it does show, which I agree, and it, it's very hard with him because you love him as a mischievous god, but you you're also loving. I'm also loving seeing the softer side of him seeing this caring side of him, knowing that he has changed for the better, and that he's not trying to... I That's just me personally. I mean, the falling in love with himself bit is questionable. But... I still don't understand that, to be honest. I'm still very confused, but... Yeah. <laughs> it's a little weird, but... It's, it's kind of weird, it's yeah. It's him. Yeah. But I will agree with, out of the three shows... WandaVision definitely kept me more on my toes because there were so many more theories. But I but I think it's also that excitement beforehand. I think it, knowing that we wasn't we weren't getting any any Marvel content, this was the first thing and not only was it the first thing, it was also really, really fun and it kind of electrified the nation. Everybody was watching it and talking about it. Just kind of keeps it in nostalgia in a way. And I think it's hard to not look at it that way when for the first time since we've all been inside and quarantined have we ever got something that kind of connected all of us and so i think that is also part of the allure around wandavision so let me ask you this because i know we've already asked this question when falcon and winter soldier came out but now i'm curious so, 
I mean, I guess it kind of doesn't make sense, but, um, Falcon Winter Soldier was supposed to be the first one out, as we know. So mm-hmm. was Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Do you think, considering WandaVision came out first, I'm going to change my question a little bit. So since WandaVision came out first, and it was technically supposed to be Black Widow and then Falcon and Winter Soldier, do you think, do you think Black Widow will live up to the hype? I know it's two different concepts. I know it's two different entities, but Black Widow technically was supposed to be the first one of Phase Four, and mm-hmm. it turned out to be One Division. Mm-hmm. Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to be the first show mm-hmm. that had a lot of hype around it, and One Division was going to be the second show out in early 2021. Mm-hmm. So do you do you kind of do you see my question? I get what you're saying, but I don't think it matters. That's you don't my think answer. It does? No, because I think like you've you've pointed this out to me in saying that Black Widow. You said to me that I underestimate the the passion and the excitement for Black Widow because Black Widow is the first Marvel movie. I think if we're looking at it from that perspective, I don't think it matters because Black Widow would still be the first movie come back post COVID so and I'm sure in their perspective that they believe they've made the best movie they possibly could so I really don't think that matters if we're talking TV shows then that's different because you can tell Falcon and the Winter Soldier is a similar energy to what I think Black Widow is going to be in terms of action pace and I think that's why they made the decision to put Falcon the Winter Soldier so that we still felt comfortable with Marvel content. And then they gave us something weird with WandaVision. And so it wouldn't feel off. I think what they underestimated was with us not getting anything, we were going to take anything we got. So giving us weird only helped. You know? And you know what I'm thinking about and I, I I'm probably extremely wrong but I'm I am seeing Black Widow tomorrow which I'm very excited for it's two year two years later crazy um actually a year later it was supposed to be our last year wasn't it yeah yeah a year later seeing Black Widow um premiere um it, it's it's kind of irrelevant but I'm curious if they will make any references to anyone in the MCU because technically this is pre Infinity War, or we don't we don't really know I guess exactly when this takes place because rumors were swirling around that it's taking place post Civil War. So I'm I guess I'm just curious as to I I guess I'll just wait to see if they reference people in the film if they don't if they're just trying to make exactly Black Widow. I don't, I don't care. Know. I, I'm I'm looking forward to it, but I am too. I'm looking very forward to it. I'm I just I cannot wait to see like a. I just I just want to see. Or at least understand what Marvel are doing, because I think. And I I'm, think I'm happy with the content. I'm just very confused with the bigger picture. I'm kind of confused as to why they're doing it now, but I'm I'm yeah. interested to see. I'm sure I'm sure there's a good ass reason behind it and I'm sure we'll find out after this movie premieres exactly why they decided to do it now 
instead of five or six years ago. Right. Because, again, there's always a reason behind Marvel's madness. So I'm yeah, curious. But I, I worry, and this is kind of where we're hinting at, I, I worry given the fact that the timeline is kind of jacked up in terms of releases. I worry if it's all not going to make sense because we're getting things that should have been at a different Years time ago. and things yeah. in different places that we're just going to be very confused with whatever we get. I mean, obviously happy with whatever we get, but <clears throat> still confused because we can't piece it together with the current timeline trajectory. And I think this is where Loki could help because we're talking about branches of, of the sacred timeline, right? This is where we could do something that Loki then calls back on to Black Widow and kind of makes it make sense in the grand scheme of things. That's why I'm excited with Loki because now with this sacred timeline concept, we've opened up the avenue for various different things that we can happen and we can talk back on things and we can put things in different universes and things like that. So there's all the more possibility with a second season to be able to make things make sense. But part of me doesn't think they're going to do that. Understandable. That's kind of my worry, too, going into this, is that it's going to be, again, we don't know exactly where this movie takes place, like the timing of it. That's what I'm interested in going into this film. I'm sure it's going to be discussed. I'm sure they're going to talk about, oh, yeah, I just came from Germany or something like that. Um, But that also doesn't make sense to me, because side note, after Civil War, Nat technically ran off with, with Sam and steve so that's kind of where my mind is right now like if it's supposedly post-civil war at one point at what point what point did she go back to russia or wherever it is so i'm kind of hoping that a lot of things are cleared up with this you know what i mean like there were so many fragments and i'm sure i'm sure that it's going to be answered i'm sure that they already thought about this but same time like Question. Yes. In Infinity War, mm-hmm. doesn't Nat have blonde hair? She has the short blonde hair. Okay. Because she was on In, the run. Yes. In Civil War, does Nat have red hair? Or yes, is it very red hair? Okay. It's the same hair from it's the same length from Civil War. Yeah. So in Black Widow, she's going to have the same hair from Civil War. Right? So this is probably where we're talking what happened. Is you're going to get that change in the hair change. On That's the what run. I'm thinking too. The same I, way I, they can justify it. I think they're going to show her, like, chop it off at the very end. And yeah. um, if you notice too, there's been, there's been many, like, comments that um, her sister, Yelena... Mm-hmm. Um, Florence Pugh's character has the gray vest that Nat wears in, in Infinity War 2 so mm-hmm. I'm sure at some point in the film she's going to give it to her and Nat's going to chop the hair but that, again we're theorizing so or the sister that's dies what, huh or the sister dies 
I don't think her sister dies. I think Florence Pugh goes on to be the new Black Widow. I think she's going to be part of the new Avengers. That's just my theory. I think she comes back. We shall see. Exactly. We shall see. Oh, you got me theorizing now for this film. I'm going to go into it. None of this is going to happen. I'm doing what I should be doing. <laughs> You're messing with my mind. Exactly. I don't want to be messed with literally 24 hours before Black Widow. Too late. But I do, because do you think that Florence Pugh will... Con- I I know she's contractually not allowed to say it yet, but... I just, you don't, I just her- don't see... I don't see... I then again, I don't know her character enough. And I don't know the I'm comics sorry, well enough I'm sorry, comic book fans who love the Black Widow series. Um, and I'm probably very wrong, but and this may sound very mean spirited, and I don't mean it to be, but I don't see why they need to keep her. So, <laughs> so I'm just I mean, like, com- combat you wise, her, you could kill her off, like you know. Why not? You you have a great cast, but I get, I don't know for some reason the Black Widow series has to have despair. That's the only way Nat can move forward, and I just I feel his. Here are my theories. Here are my theories. All right. Okay. My theories are: Taskmaster is Rachel Vice's character, their mother. Interesting. I believe that the father and Florence Pugh dies. And I believe that in Nat seeing her family perish completely and she takes down the Black Widow Legion, that she's like, you know what, this is over. I'm no longer doing this thing. It's Avengers or nothing. Which then gives us impetus for Endgame when Nat's like, I'm going to jump because I have no family. I have nothing to live for. I just got chills. Boom. (laughs) No, that would, honestly, I think as sad and bad as that is, like bad meaning death, everything, you know what I mean. Um, It would, I don't want to say it would justify her character's actions in Endgame, but it would pretty much make people be like, oh, I understand why she did it now. Right. I see it because the Avengers are technically her only, they've really been her only family. Yeah. Regardless if she, Regardless of this film, her family has always been them because they've been with her for 10 years. Right. She's never known a real family. Yeah. So I slightly disagree with you on Florence Pugh's character. I don't think they would really waste her like that, but I could be wrong. I see her... I see them splitting do you see them, ways. Do you see them making a Black Widow too? No, but I see them using her for future projects. <laughs> We also haven't seen the film. We don't know how strong her character is. We don't know how strong Florence Pugh is going to be for this film. I think she's there as like the the wise old man character. The the sage. The one to offer great advice and to push the main hero forward as well, a we'll plot see device. After, after I really tomorrow. don't think. I think obviously they're going to be great action scenes with Florence Pugh, obviously. And I get what you're saying. It would be a waste of her talent to put her in a movie one time and then kill her off. But well, you know what I they mean, could do with her. Why not? They could. Use they do this it all as the time. Audition with characters for do Sue all Storm. Well, time out. What? <laughs> I did that to get your attention. No. Nah. 
Nah, because then I, I would be I would be upset because we had Johnny Storm being Chris Evans and that whole hullaboo, hubble, that whole hullaboo. mess yeah. about him then being Captain America within the MCU situation. I, I just see that coming back to bite Marvel if they make Florence Pugh Sue Storm later on. I just feel it's it just going to be ridiculous. Just a comment, but. I'm excited to see Black Widow tomorrow. I'm interested to see if these theories are accurate. They could be honestly completely opposite and false. Could be a happy ending. If I'm right, I want you to send me a thumbs up. And that's what we need to say. If I'm right, send me a thumbs up. But what if you're wrong? Can I still send something? If I'm wrong, yeah, if I'm wrong, then you can send something. I won't say what it is, but I'll send you, like, a devil emoji or something. Or a spider. Oh, I'm going to send you a spider. Send me a spider <laughs> if I'm wrong. But if I'm right, give me a thumbs up. All right, I deal. need that recognition. <laughs> and then can you post it to um, me? No, because then we'd, we'd spoil it. We'd spoil it for everybody. Oh, fine. we can't do it. Right. I just have to know. Okay. I, we'll, wait, we'll wait a few months after the movie is over. And then we'll timestamp on our Twitter and say like this is what happened if I'm right alright well, if I'm right and I call it A I'm oh are we gonna bet oh we're betting we haven't bet in a while I'm we're feeling betting. confident I'm very, All right. I'm very confident I'm correct so I think the I only thing to... I may be wrong on would be Florence Pugh so I'm, I'm sure as heck sure okay. on the other two so the only let's 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 reiterate this. So the only cool. thing we're really betting on is if you're right or wrong. Because if you're wrong, mm-hmm. I win. Yes. Because I'm not making an exact bet. I'm just no opposing you. Yes. So the bet is that Tickmaster, Tackmaster, Taskmaster is Rachel Weiss. Is is Taskmaster is Rachel Weiss, and um. David, David Harbour dies. And Florence Pugh's characters die. Yes, they get killed by Taskmaster or something. Are we including somewhere. Black Widow's hair and vest? And like, why are we uh, including anything like that or just the character wise? I will say, go on the ledge and say that after oh, Florence Pugh's death, that Black Widow will assume that that stuff take on the, the vest and I mean Florence Pugh does have blonde hair in the film so maybe Black Widow assumes the black the blonde hair because of her sister that's where I'm going I understand where you're going I'm just really hoping you're wrong that's because I've going. lost every fucking bet so far that's where I'm going I'm gonna put I'm are gonna you put, that confident I'm gonna put 20 down 20 put in 20 down all right am I gonna I'm, I'm gonna put 20 down on this I'm putting 20 down <laughs> I'm going to text Cassie and let her know that we have this bet going because she's going to get mad at me for a bet. At least I'm not betting Marvel this time. I'm not silencing you. That's the difference. But I'm putting 20 down. That I'm correct. So we're just money betting. We're not like... Yeah. All right. Oh, I like this. I am fairly confident. I'm so confident. I'm 1,000... Oh, I was so confident about Doctor Strange too. You were. I was so confident. I would have bet... I would have... Ooh. I would have bet you my life savings. And, and you know, and you know, let's just say for the people, you know, I haven't been on Twitter in days. So I have no idea what fan theories there are. I'm I not, don't know what fan theories there are either, I, to be I honest. I'm, this is solely from what I believe The only fan could theory happen. that... And that I haven't I, read Black Widow comics, so that's another thing. I, like, I, I don't know the storyline that much. 
the only theory that I have read was last year was the one where she assumes or where she takes her sister's vest. That's the only one. But who knows? Maybe they swap clothes because Black Widow's still on the run. Possibly, possibly. But that's but that's that's the only thing I've heard. I haven't read any spoilers. There's there's not even no spoilers. I'm very impressed. I want a thumbs up and twenty. A thumbs up if you're right, and, and a black widow if you're wrong. Yes. I'm a little nervous going into this. Not gonna lie. Why I know you how, have because... all the you have all the chips? You have all the chips. You're in my no, position because Zach, you've always been right, <laughs> or you've just. <laughs> what can I say? No, you've been you've been more. You know what's funny, actually. I've been on your end of things. You have so much yeah. more to lose. But I what have if, so much okay. more to lose. I'm in so your let's, side. So let's let's say this too. You know what? We'll make it more interesting. Um, what if half the things come true? Like what if Florence Pugh doesn't die, but David Harbour does? Mm-hmm. And Rachel Weisz is ta- Taskmaster. Is okay. it all or nothing? Do, do all three think? things what have to happen? Do? What do you want to do? I would I'm, say... I'm saying all three things have to happen. Okay, that's fine. I was going to be nice. Yeah, that's why I, I thought you were nice. nice. No. I was. No, because that was ruthless say... before. Let's, let's be fair. <laughs> you were. You fair. literally requested yeah. $10 from me. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I was going to say if David Harbour dies and Taskmaster is Rachel Weiss, I'll give you 10 bucks. Nah. I was going to say if half this should happen. You know what? It's all or nothing. It's all, all or nothing. All right. Cool. I would shake on it, but you know what? Virtual handshake. <laughs> Virtual handshake. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited now. Well, I'm more excited now. All right, cool. I'm very pony up this 20 bucks. Uh, we're going to close this episode. So before we go, please remember to yes. follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Nicole, yes, because if we reach the 20, handles. If we reach the 50 followers on Twitter, we will do an entire episode debating Civil War. Yep. So get us 50 so followers. follow us on TWSS Podcast on Twitter and TWSS Pod on Instagram. We look forward to seeing you. And Nicole, close us out. And that has been another exciting and marvelous episode of oh, TWSS <laughs> with Zach and Nicole. See you guys next time. <laughs>